Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Doug Ford with a bit of a power move shocker. I caught this last night at about 10.18. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was in bed, did my final little scroll, went, what? So when the provincial government does their late night sneak attack, that they basically just reiterate it in an official press conference the following day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear today we're going to get the announcement. It will be a few weeks out. But it looks like... Doug Ford and, uh, and and the Conservatives are considering scrapping license plate stickers for Ontario vehicles. Oh, great. What? Perfect. So this is going to save up to 120 bucks a year because this includes passenger vehicles, so cars, trucks, SUVs, vans, light commercial vehicles, including pickup trucks and motorcycles, farm vehicles, all those that have to go and get all the extra add-ons gone too. So that'll assist farmers with a few bucks here and there. The only catch, and as we mentioned to Benny quickly off the air, it uh, it's going to cost. Well, it'll cost the government about a billion dollars a year in revenue. So. Okay, but do we have to pay for that? Like, why can't well, the government well, figure out their spending issue? And you know, I don't know if a government anywhere has really figured out their spending <laughs> issue. Well, that's what I'm Normally saying. Normally, to figure it out, yeah. they just charge it's us not, more on something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess it's not the spending issue; it's their saving issue. You know, it's like, I obviously, that's a lot of money to just disappear. However, I feel like somebody could have their Christmas bonuses cut. You know, you could find the money somewhere else where it definitely doesn't need to be instead of the regular person just paying for it all the time. I know that's a crazy idea. Amen. I know. Maybe don't build highways and then give them away for dollar pennies on the dollar. Why don't you start charging Nestle for all the fresh water they're taking from Canada? You know? (gasps) You know, that's right in Ontario. That's around... You know, Guelph area, a bunch of little pockets right near where we are. Look, they pay their about $160 a year on their water bill. They do their part. <laughs> yeah. They do their part. Exactly. I, I feel like, that's what I'm saying. I just feel like if those minds put their big creative heads together, they're going to find another way to get the money. I think they can, they can do it. I Let, believe in you. Let's see. Let's see. You have a lot more confidence than, than others do right now. But here's the interesting part, because uh, we have, what, until February 28th? They've given that big, kind of that slack time with COVID and shutting down Service Ontario. So if they can get this in before Feb 28th, you don't have to. Nice. And if you did, you're going to end up getting a refund. Nice. Oh, that's all right. That's a win-win. I actually feel I'm going to have to... Well, it's been two years anyway. I swear I paid for a two-year license sticker the last time I got one. And then it said it was, I think they gave me the wrong sticker. Ah, uh, yeah, you might No, remember, one year. Yeah, I remember a few yeah. times. Like, but then I, I'll be real with you. I just haven't bought any for the last two years. So. <laughs> I feel well, like they will not own that mistake. <laughs> no. Nope, nope. I feel like. Well, let me check the computer here. Nope, nope. You bought one year. <laughs> yeah, they better not. <laughs> That's on you. Unless you can go back and chase your, your bank transaction record just to show, hey, no, I paid the price for two and only got a single. So you'd have to chase back which month. I don't know what I paid with. That's be. a later problem. Yeah. Or not problem. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever you're thinking, we don't want anyone to think that this is a power move trying to get them votes leading up to the June election to service, no. you know, support from voters in the suburbs where the majority of people own and drive vehicles. It has nothing to do nothing. with that. <laughs> At all. At all. It, it, it's a little nice to wake up going, hey, the government's going to give you a, a bit of a break this year. Ish. We'll see. We'll see again. Nothing impending for today, but the coming weeks, we should have uh, an update on that, a little uh, announcement. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. You know Elon Musk. You know that he has a lot of business ventures. Maybe you're aware of Neuralink. 
Neuralink is basically a computer chip that gets attached to the outside of a little hole in your skull and puts some electrodes on your brain. This is technology that links human brains with, with AI. The potential to unlock lives of people that live with severe, uh, severe paralysis from injury or, or many reasons, allowing controlling of robotic arms for those that have lost, whether it be accident-related, uh, war. Like, the list yeah. is extensive on what he's going to do. But the technology could also uh, change the way that the rest of us communicate, learn, and even have sex. So, there's a couple of researchers and shocker on Elon's team where they, um, you know, they like to look at different things. So, one of them was talking, saying the first application you could imagine is better mental control for robotic uh, arms or legs if someone's paralyzed. One researcher said, well, why don't we look into the brain's pleasure center directly and see maybe we could have people enjoy life without drugs or alcohol to achieve pleasurable sensations. Then there was a researcher that was hired for an ever so brief moment and then decided to change his course because he thought he was onto something. He created something called the Orgasmatron. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this, it was designed as a pain management system, but he was talking to a magazine that he had a couple of, of patients in. And with one woman, he said he was placing electrodes and suddenly the woman started exclaiming emphatically. He had put it on a part on her spine that connected to her brain's pleasure center. And he said, well, are you okay? Oh, I'm really good. Could you please teach my husband how to do that? Good Lord. I, this feels uh, like a South Park episode. It <laughs> does. And also, there is the chance that she could be one of those ladies. I am too. Certain ab exercises already like make you feel things in that region. And I'm also <laughs> not convinced. I am not convinced that the man who laughs and openly giggles on his Twitter when he hits 69 million followers, I do cannot believe that he knows anything about a woman's pleasure system. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely well, not. Well, he may not, but the computer technology and artificial intelligence may. If it has his name or approval attached to it, I'm not buying it. I will have to wait for the Amazon reviews to pop off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's interesting that we've got like a lot of these primary benefits and then the secondary effects, uh, they say, could outsell the primary two to one. <laughs> Just because they said the only hurdle would be to get over insurance to be like, well, wait a minute, you don't have paralysis, you don't have any other health issues. Why do you need the neural am implant? Well, I have a little trouble in the bedroom. Why do you need our product called the Orgasmatron? Yeah. <laughs> I got that drop foot I need fixed in my left yeah. leg. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. The big game. We can actually say Super Bowl because... Our We're company. broadcasting it, right? Yeah, CTV and TSN. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Take that other companies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have their limitations. Uh, but we can mention it. Uh, party time. Now, again, the numbers, you still got to keep them smallish. Fine, so be it. It's a Sunday night. Now, with that, we did the numbers, too. Now, this these are 2020 numbers. Estimated that the Monday after, which is inconveniently Valentine's Day, Almost 20 million people in North America will not be going to work because they're going to get after it. Well, and we already know, Backstage Ben, one of those millions. Yeah, but at least you booked it. So is this not going to work pre-planned, like booking it off and it's being responsible like Benny did? Or? It's a blend. <laughs> 
it's a blend. Yeah, because positive over <laughs> here. Let's, let's also be real. If, especially, in, notably in America, if you're a football fan, that's not something you hide. You have stickers, yeah. you have car yeah. decals, yeah. you yeah. have jerseys and hats, and you tailgate every weekend surrounding your favorite football team. I, When I emailed our boss, I was like, look, I'm not even going to pretend there's something like I have an appointment or anything like that. <laughs> it's like... Have been. This will be my sixth Super Bowl with the company, and every year, not only have I gone out and hosted events on yep. Super Bowl and then shown up the next day, I've always watched. I always just take the hit on the Monday. Not this year. <laughs> not this year. No. Hey, why not? It's a great way, especially if you don't think you're going to be traveling or going in on any other kind of you know vacation, either domestically or internationally this year. Why not use these yeah. days to really just you know enjoy, enjoy life locally. So this whole party thing got my got me thinking about oh, having a party, and then you you know you create your guest list, yep. close friends, that kind of thing, and then both of you came to mind, and but it's not so much about partying with you because it's it's always the best of times, laughs and great memories, but when either of you leave a party, it deflates. Now, with that said, you rarely leave a party because when it we've had parties in the past, <laughs> you've just stayed over at my house. Right? I'm always the last person up, always, or at least the, like one of the scragglers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a tough one because I don't know whether the party deflates because I leave or I leave because the party yeah. starts deflating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, you can sense once it gets stale, and I like to pull the second things start to, you know, die down a little bit. I'm out. I'm done. Pull the plug. Irish goodbye. So, yeah. <laughs> the piss appears, it's also called. Uh, yes, yes. Um, who in your life is that heart of a party? It could be a small gathering at your house or over there. It just, when they leave, so do the good times. And then what do they do that reinforces the fun of the party? Are they are they holding court, telling stories? Do they have the best jokes? Do they just mix the nicest drinks? I can tell you what I think my party skill is. Okay. I encourage people to do things. Whatever you do. <laughs> That's what, called being an enabler. Whatever yeah. idea you have, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Whatever thought. Oh, I think I should jump in that fountain. Let's go. Let's go jump yeah. in the fountain. You also, and I'll add in uh, ever so quickly, you have this uh, ability. You'd be like, mm, it's almost midnight. It's too late to order food. Laura, what do you think? Oh, hold on. Let me look, go into the pantry. Geddes comes out and she's got a four-course meal. You're like, how did you do that? That's a gift, and and she talked about it only once or twice, and then on my head, I was like, okay, let's see it. Man, every time Laura's been to my house, boom, boom, boom. Like, she's yep. the one that took simplified nachos and leveled up going, what do you mean you don't use Cool Ranch as your base for nachos, you dummy? Mm-hmm. What? Good so move. good. What? So good. Laura's Which I will also be making on Sunday. Yeah. Laura's also the one who has a video of me attempting a headstand in Which my Which I encourage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! I feel like we all have that friend. And Snoopaloo. <laughs> I feel well. I have witnessed a little night in Toronto with Backstage Ben. He was oh my! <laughs> definitely the life of the party when. Uh huh. We couldn't find him and ended up he got lost in the stairwell of a parking garage <laughs> two blocks over from the yeah. club we were at. So when Backstage Ben leaves the party, it does level down a notch or two. Well, yeah, it has to turn into a search party. No wonder yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very true. 
in your life, who is that? And But maybe it's you. You, you could be honest. Is it you? A text, it drops at my wife. When, when she leaves the party, well, it, it is over for me, too. Uh, maybe. See, my wife used to be, she could keep up with all the kids and have a time. It's not that way anymore. It's... Hey, you don't have to keep up with the kids to be the party, though. While that can be a strength, you can still keep up with the party in a different vibe. It doesn't mean keeping being the party does not mean that you continue to drink or be like a nineteen-year-old, right, even right, when right, you're, right. you know, fifty. That doesn't because you know that also for me shows a little bit of lack of personal growth. Maybe that's not the kind of parties we want to go to in our fifties. Well, true, anymore. true. But there's that whole, you know, you set your night up, whether you have some cocktails, you have a little fun, and you're able to then slow down the consumption, but still keep the energy, the excitement yep. up. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe. Exactly, exactly. It, but now it's like, uh, this has been really fun. It's like 10.30 already? Holy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 10.30, 11.30 time block, that is, that's a dangerous but time. But that's block. great. If I could see, now, unfortunately, we don't normally get till, to places until around 10 o'clock, so right. I'm not there yet. However, I love a good party where you are, you get there at six and everybody's in sleep by midnight. Oh, perfect. So you get that full eight hours at least? Nobody feels poo-poo. <laughs> well, I guess 12 still, let's be real. But nobody feels poo-poo the next morning. Or if you do, they're probably already gone from your house because, again, you sleep until 12. It's just great. And gives you time to maybe start that cleanup from like 1 to 2 a.m. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, well, we really just took the party, the life out of this party conversation. Yeah, wow. Well, time for me to go. Sorry. <laughs> See ya. Did you put on the dishes? Did you hit pots and pans? You know, really I really want to get that queso sauce Can off I that say tip. that? The person that always, everybody has that friend, I do, Ashley, that starts cleaning up your house for you while you have a party. because Candace. Y- yeah. Yep. Now, yep. that is a party killer. That's a party When killer. I start cleaning up? Yeah, because then I feel obligated to help, and then all of a sudden everybody's helping cleaning, oh. and I know the mm-hmm. will is nice. Yep. However. You put that glass down and yeah. pick up that shot and glass. And smash it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. Here we are. Another Laura Guinness Brazilian adventure. <laughs> this time I want to talk about the worst part. <gasps> what? Everything's been so fun and... The worst part. Yes, everything was fun. The whole month, including the Roro, because, you know, I had a shirtless Brazilian nurse and lots of good food. (laughs) However, the worst part of the whole trip was the goodbye. And I mean, there are two types of people when it comes to goodbyes. There are the people who want to spend every last second with that person you love, whether it be a family member, your pet, your whatever, and you want to spend the whole day together, every last second, and you leave at the exact second that you're supposed to. And then there's also people like me who want to rip the Band-Aid off, say, got to go, bye, have a great day, see you later. That is my type of goodbye. I already had this issue trying to explain because I knew what was going to happen this time around with a beautiful Brazilian boyfriend when we were sending Limbo off, my dog, with my brother before we left. I hate long goodbyes. I detest them, especially with my dog. I get so emotional, especially because she's 10 years old now. When we said bye to her, the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend kept running in our house saying, Oh, Matt, my brother, I think you forgot this. Goes back inside. No, I think you forgot this. As Limbo is sitting out the window, (laughs) just panting and staring at me. I'm like, I swear to God, if you make this goodbye last any longer, I am going to ugly cry for the rest of the week. I'm going to leave you behind. <laughs> I, I tried I tried to explain to him, can we just stop it with the long goodbyes? You are the worst human for this. So I had this little 
side chat with him okay. before our final days in Brazil. And I will also say this. Hinata's parents are evil in the sense that they almost want you to cry when you're leaving. Uh, okay. Uh, what? They, you're sitting on the couch watching TV the last couple days you're there. Are you sad? What? No. Why would you ask that? And they will ask you a few times before you go to leave. So the final day comes, all right? I am doing my best not to ugly cry all day, which I was doing a pretty good job of. You know, we got extended an extra couple weeks. So I was like, you know what? I already hyped myself up for the first day that we were supposed to leave. Yeah. I feel like I got my, my ugly cry secretly out of the way then. Good. I'm good now. Until we went to the airport. We had already said goodbye to his father because he wasn't feeling very good at the time. So we said, okay, bye at your house. That was pretty emotional. Yep. I already tried to say goodbye to my sweet little niece, Maya, who is a pit bull. Hinata tried to make me say goodbye to her twice. Oh, come on. I already said bye once, didn't cry, and he goes, oh, Laura, didn't you say bye to Maya? Don't make me look at that dog again. (sighs) Kept it together for that. But then we get to the airport, and he says, oh, his family's sitting there with us. We had checked our bags. Oh, your dad wanted a sweater. You didn't get him anything yet. Why don't we all go to this sweater shop together and look at sweaters? I was like, if you make me spend one more second with your family, I love them so dearly. I cannot do this anymore. I tried to get him to say goodbye immediately at the airport. Once we finally get to the goodbye part after spending like two hours in the airport together, couldn't do it. Ugly cry. Broke the seal instantly. Just all over. Oh, that happened. Oh, it gets me every time. Every time. It is like I the last two days of Brazil are almost ruined by me trying to hold it together. It, it's a toughie, man. It's, it's Goodbyes are the hardest thing to do. Long you, goodbyes are the hardest things to do. Mm-hmm. If so, it was a good day, see ya. You, they wouldn't, if I had it my way, they would not even be in the airport. I'd take an Uber. Like drop at the entrance. That's how when we yeah. lived out west for a couple of years. That's how we established Sarah's parents. Like we had rules. Here's the goodbye. Here's the structure. And it like her mom basically operated under the here's your hat. What's your hurry kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's something that yeah. you, that is you, that's how you like to way operate more my style. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's even worse when you're sitting there at the airport. You don't know like. Hinato's parents are in their 70s now. You never know what life will bring you. Of course. You got to say that. But also, when you're sitting there trying not to ugly cry, but you also have to wait for the translation of the terribly sad things. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't understand that. Can you repeat that again? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Terrible. And I know that I can tell by the way his mother is speaking, she is just making a big emotional bomb that Uh. Hinato is then going to repeat back to me. She wants it. I know she does. I feel like, yeah, he'll... Olga he'll, knows some tricks. He'll sit on the plane. So my mom, what my mom said was, you're like, enough already! Leave me alone! <laughs> we are, we're physically off of the continent. We're in the air. It doesn't count anymore. We're, we're, we've goodbyed. I have to be fluent in Portuguese the next time I go, because then I'm going to say, you know what? You guys are fabulous. I love you so much, and that's why we got to go. Yeah, you got to... We got to leave right now. You have to have a momentary break with yeah. him and be like, uh, I'll see you on the plane. I love you more than life itself. Bye-bye. And that's the thing. Once you get through the little security portion, too, they stand there and they wave goodbye to you until oh. you are physically well, out yeah. <sighs> Of course, Benny. Of they course. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Because, well, I mean, usually that's a grandparent move, but since you've got limbo, that counts, right? So that's the you're not a grandparent unless you just stand there and wave until mm-hmm. you can't see <laughs> anymore. It's a rite of passage. Just oh, it's a thing that happens. It hurts. It hurts. I goodbye. am... 
Zero for three for not going through airport security just with my face looking like a swollen mess. Like, then <laughs> they hit you with that secondary inspection. Eh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to leave. Please, I just want to leave. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? It's time for another installment of Dumb Local Criminal. We're gonna hang out in London for this one. And only because this type of vehicle was mentioned earlier in the show in the Virgin Radio FYI with Laura did it kind of click for me. I went, oh, I got to mention this one. Three people in custody after police recovered a stolen school bus in the west end of the city early this morning. And it was actually confusing people why a school bus was ripping through town. <gasps> oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was... This They were able to apprehend uh, the three suspects just before 8 a.m. Uh, because the police were notified that a school bus had been taken overnight from one of the bus yards or lots where, okay. where they're kept, right? I know some drivers, depending on where they live, are able to take them home. Uh, normally, if they're outside of the city. Yeah, the space, right? Yeah. And uh, it was the, okay, well, this shouldn't be here. Things weren't adding up. They missed it in the east, and they, they were able to find it, track it down. Well... Um, the three males decided, well, they're the police. They're going to get us. Let's run from the bus. And the police went, Yikes. cool. We've got four legs. Here they come. Click, click. Open the door. Boom. <gasps> Goes our furry friends. And oh! Yay! Yay! Apprehend all three. Did the police let us know which uh, furry uh, I don't know. friend uh, did the... Was it Coda? Was it Riley? Who was it? Uh... Let me... Uh... By the way, don't forget, if you haven't gotten your 2022 calendar, you can get the London Police Dogs calendar. Yeah, it's canine. cute no matter where you live. Very cute. Uh, no, but our, our pal Riker was busy just yesterday after someone stole a U-Haul, and he was able to track them, hiding, finding one from under a deck and another one under a canoe. Hardest working officers on the force. Oh, man. Well, they're out there doing their thing. Eh? But uh, Coda and Riker, they've all, they've all been busy and doing wonderful things. Like, here's the thing. With a dog, their success rate is pretty much 100%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're not going to outrun them. You aren't going to hide from them unless you've, you've got a helicopter that picks you up in the middle of a field somewhere. Yeah. What's your opportunity to escape that? And that whole, ooh, I'll keep some meat in my pocket when they get nearby. I'll th- no. They're no, trained past people that. People tried that. Oh, the, the silly stories you hear about ways that they, well, we've got to think ahead to one outsmart the police, but and then also canine officers. <laughs> That's not how it works. No, a T-bone will only get you yeah. so far. They'll bite you, clamp you down. Once you drop it, then you're arrested. I'm sure they get to enjoy that it. That was the yeah. <laughs> best part of their day this morning. So thank you, dumb local criminal, oh, for I know. making Just, a dog's day. Yeah, so much joy. So much joy. We, we're working hard with our friends at Equal the Legal Department. We're trying to get that big, the practice suit. See if we can get, we're going to take turns to see all three of us, how far we can run. Can we get 20 yards before we get tackled? I think we should do a wipeout course with the suit on. And the dogs? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why not? So hard. <laughs> Balance yeah. stability on a wobbly beam as a dog l- lunges but at maybe you. maybe some of that course will like make the dog be delayed too. It'll be like a fight for both of you, uh, you know? Well, we could go train in the dog course that they use. There's a few of those across the, the region. Well, they've had a head start. No, I want a course that's <laughs> equal playing ground for both of us. They have to jump over that giant swinging. Okay, fine. We'll organize it. Laura, uh, London Canine, maybe Waterloo Region, bring your dogs in. We'll meet you at Flying Squirrel. <laughs> Go to a tramp park. How's yeah! that? Perfect. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. 
The Oscar nominees are out. The Power of the Dog leads in nominations. Um, they have a total of 12 nominations, including Best Picture, uh, Best Director for Jane uh, Campion. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you, Benny. I know I'm going to need your help with this one. Uh, also, Best Acting nominations for Benedict Cumberbatch and also Kristen Dunst. Uh, and a bunch of other people. Dune follows with a total of 10 nominations. And then also followed by that for most nominations for a movie, West Side Story, and also Belfast. Um, interestingly enough, best picture, Don't Look Up gets a nomination. I don't know if you either of you have watched it. That was, Benny, you had talked about this a few times in Theaterscape. That yep. was Netflix's big movie announcement when they're like, hey, we're pushing out all these movies in 2021. This is going to be the one with everybody in it. I did watch it when I had the railroad in Brazil. And I have to say, that movie made me feel like a pile of garbage. Once you realize <laughs> that, you know, it's all symbolism for how we're we're all treating the earth terribly. And if yeah. we don't do something about it, well, bad things can happen. But the but then, after feeling so poo-poo after watching that movie, I find out Leonardo DiCaprio goes on his big stupid super yacht with his twenty-five-year-old model girlfriend. <laughs> <sighs> I'm I'm glad Leo didn't get nominated. By the way, for for best supporting actor, best actor, good, good. Yeah. The movie was not terribly well received. It was rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Was uh, it? it wasn't, yeah, it just wasn't that good. No, I think I think it didn't live up to the promise that it had because it is a very intriguing storyline. I mean, it's a you know reality adjacent sort of storyline. It's got a ridiculous cast list. Like every single high A list actor is on there. Uh, yeah, and so I will also add, like when I had first watched it, I do think it was a little too political about you know current things that have happened in the states, which I think a lot of the world, rest of the world is sick about hearing. Mm-hmm. And also, it makes you feel like garbage. But otherwise, uh-huh. overall, for me, I was like, oh, it's an okay movie. And then I hated it once I found out the irony of Leonardo DiCaprio on his stupid super yacht. Well, and it died for me a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's not terribly surprising. He produced and narrated a documentary about our carbon footprint in 2007. Like, he has been on this train for a yeah. very, very long, or I should say super yacht for a very, very long time. But he's got that, uh, what do you call it, cognitive dissonance. He <laughs> has his, uh, yes. his documentaries and his movements, and then he forgets about and them when sucks. he's on a super yacht. Because I wish more celebrities would talk about the Earth as often as he does, but I, you also have to follow through with for sure. the stuff you're spewing on to us peasants. How do we know that his plane isn't powered by vegetable oil and old G-strings? Like, we don't know that yet. <laughs> we, we don't know. That's the candy ones, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. That. yeah. I feel we don't. We we know because he'd let us know. If that was yeah. the case. Uh, another snub, too. By the way, Lady Gaga, no nomination for House of Gucci. Good. Once again, I don't. A couple of these, I don't feel bad about. With her Did rough. it get any nominations? And, I don't think it got much, if anything. Yeah, and listen, it's no shade to Gaga herself. I like that she, again, she puts everything into her art, but we've heard the reviews, and again, again, people not being able to tell what kind of accent it is. I just think, I think she will get there eventually in her career. I just think not yet. Also, though, this is a snub that I don't get. We Don't Talk About Bruno did not get nominated for Best Original Song. What? Tough one. That is a tough one Again, for sure. in case you missed it uh, previously on Gettys Gossip, it is the second Disney animated film song to get to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 next to Aladdin. It's a whole new world. Like, that's it. That's been a long time. Uh, I am surprised that didn't that didn't break through. But a different one, a different one from Encanto ended up getting a nomination. Yeah, which is interesting though. You think that they would go with the ones that's up to the charts? I want to do a little bit more digging and see if they even you know you do have to present that song 
for a nomination, maybe the people over at at Disney were like, you know what, this is a stronger song and we're not expecting we don't talk about Bruno to be a number one. Yeah. Hard to tell. Yeah, until we get those details. We don't have Leos. We don't have ones from Disney. Like, it's just, they're in the vault. Yeah, yeah. it's all in the vault. Don't forget, uh, Oscars are pushed back this year. They're going to be at the end of March, March 27th. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. We are fast approaching. For those that have set plans and or rezos, just waiting on the day. But maybe you don't have to go that far to really show that person that you love in your life that they matter so, so much. It's a little guessing game between Laura Gaddison backstage, Ben. What's oh. the number one thing that people want this Valentine's Day? Chocolate. No. What? What? A card. There it is. Yes. A card. The overall oh. choice in all genders, in all peoples. Just a card, Just eh? a card. Just a card. All right. A, I mean, if, if you can't write words that just sum up your undying love for one another, let someone else do it. They're, I mean, they're really good at articulating things, and with a nice probably AI now. Yeah, oh yeah, probably, and some <laughs> nice graphics to go along with it. But I do think it's important that you also add some words into that card. Whether it be oh, a joke, whether it be it's, it's something very long and meaningful. <laughs> so that's me. My wife is the opposite. I'll get a love you. Yep. Uh, yeah. Boom, that's yep. it. That's it. Where I'll go left side of the card, blank side, fill up the top above the message, and then below. It's, it's going to take wow. you a hot second to yeah. get through it. Are you the person that just stares, hoping that she'll cry too? No, 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 because I know she won't. Yeah. It's not her DNA. It's not her makeup. And that, that's fine. You've got to understand that person that you love so much. Mm-hmm. That's true. I will say, there you can get some pretty nice uh, personalized cards off Etsy nowadays, too. Yep. They and can add the, your special person's name in there for five bucks. I didn't even think about that. Honestly, I'm still thinking of, like, uh, some of the, you know, double-digit card, the $20 Get, oh, yeah. You know, cards, you're like, oh, okay. The virus ones. Yeah. With, fancy. Yeah, yeah, with foil and gold leaf and all that on there. But no, I like Laura's idea. Like oh, a Etsy. complete customized. Supported and a local craft Artisan. There you go. Yeah, yeah, There's the better artist. word for it. <laughs> <Craftist. laughs> Close. Maybe that's a new one we haven't discovered yet. <laughs> but hey, support them too, would you? Like everybody deserves yeah. a little love through. <laughs> uh, but and, and then it shifts though. It goes from flowers to dinner and uh, well, sexual favors. That's that's number four. Okay, but wait. I'm sorry. Chocolate's not on that list. It is, but it's down. Chocolate or candy is behind sexual favors. Oh my gosh. I, it's a North American list, so I mean, yeah. with some European input and vibe might alter that because European chocolate is. Mwah. I gotta be real for you, and I feel like as a woman in a heterosexual relationship, I can get the sexual favors whenever I want. <laughs> it doesn't. Matter. You could combine the chocolate with the sexual favors, and you're all set. Yeah, good. Honestly, that would be more Valentine's Day to me. Yeah, Just chocolate. Honey, <laughs> I chocolate dipped something. <laughs> <laughs> it can be, you know, a happy February 15th instead, but chocolate is key for me. That is more important than a card. You could etch into the chocolate if you really want to. You really, really could. Uh, another one to just throw out there for you. If it is jewelry, if it's uh, something fun, let's refer back to sexual favors. Stag Shop, they've joined us along with Gibson Sound and Vision. They're offering a brand new 55-inch 
4K Samsung TV. All you have to do is share your love languages with us. Go to the web at virginradio.ca. Are you a quality time? Are you acts of service? Receiving gifts? Giving gifts? Is that you? Physical touch? Laura did her test yesterday. Benny, have you have we broken yours down? Yeah, I'm a physical touch kind of guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and backstage Sarah is a uh, acts of service. Yep. Yeah, she oh, that makes lap. sense based mm-hmm. on her yeah. whole career. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, she's definitely an acts of service yeah. lady. I'm that's here. why when I try to do a stop hug in the middle of her doing an act of service for somebody else, it it clashes. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Emily joins us on the line. She had to uh, essentially sprint from uh, the factory floor <laughs> into the work or the lunchroom. Seems a little quiet now. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, that's what a difference. What a difference. So, uh, hats off to whoever handled soundproofing uh, in that setup because they did a great job. It's almost (laughs) like your, you know, quiet space, car, office, anything like that. So, Emily's up for it. She wants to try her very best to beat backstage Ben, and he actually threw a joke in about the participation trophy. So, (laughs) uh, regardless, we have uh, a four pack of Disney on Ice tickets. That show goes at the end of the month, Feb 24th through 27th at at Budweiser Garden. So, um, well, attendance is required on the game to earn that, and well, here you are. So, congratulations. <laughs> so, but Benny, he's uh, been back in the wind column for the last little bit here, uh, so he is disconnected. Let's hand you over to uh, the question master, and as Laura, just to reiterate, there will be one Disney-related question. Oh, good. Good? Okay, Emily. Well, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? You bet your bottom I am. Okay, first question. We're going to get the Disney one out of the way. What is Princess Mia's full name in the Princess Diaries? (laughs) The Princess Diaries. That's that movie with that girl in it, and she's got a big name, and I have no idea. Uh, Nope. No No idea. (laughs) No guess. Okay. I was looking for, and I haven't watched the movie in a long time, so I'm probably going to butcher the second, the first middle name. Amelia? Minonet Thermopolis Rinaldi. Oh, good. A mouthful then. Who would remember that, including a kid? Uh, People who binge watched that movie over and over and over, like me. I remembered all of them except for that second one. (laughs) Okay. Second question Are insects warm or cold blooded? Insects? Yes. Cold blooded. That is correct. They are one of those animals that cannot generate eternal internal heat. Uh, and yes, before you get the text, it out of your body. Yeah, I was gonna say before you get the text, people are gonna be like, "Well, an insect's not an animal, Laura." This, based on the science-based website that I'm on, says insects are animals. Okay. Third and final question. <laughs> she doesn't want to debate it. <laughs> yeah. What is traditionally hidden in a Mardi Gras king cake? Oh. Is it a human? Oh, boy. Um, you know what? I'm going to take that. I'm actually going to take that. It's a small plastic baby doll. Still counts as a human. Okay. Oh. I don't know if it does, but we'll, you're the judge. I so, mean, the small plastic baby doll isn't going to jump out of a cake, but... <laughs> okay, would you like to... Are you trying to Are you trying to convince me that nope. you said a wrong answer, Emily? No, not at all. Are you Mm-mm. sure? Huh? We'll just have to offer nope. the same kind of leeway with yep, Benny of course, if he goes there. Of course. That's it? Yep. Okay. All right, so we'll give him the wave. Let him know to come on back in. Ready! Headphones back on. Emily scored two out of possible three points. Oh, very good. And she disputed the one point she got. So, I mean, it'll be an interesting one for you today, Benny. You did, Wait. 
you got it and then said you shouldn't have? <laughs> yeah, she almost talked herself out of the point, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But we're going to give you the same type of leeway. Emily, would you like okay. to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? I would. I'm already a winner, man. It's okay. Oh, nice. Ooh. I like that confidence. That's some like self-positive trash talk. If that <laughs> sentence makes any sense. I love it. It's a good vibe though. Okay, Benny, here we go. First question. We are getting the Disney one out of the way first. Okay. What is Princess Mia's full name in the Princess Diaries? Uh Princess Mia for I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was looking for Amelia Minonet. Thermopolis Rinaldi. I forget how to pronounce the second name there, but you know. If you know, you know. Well, no one is correct, even Laura. Nobody else. (laughs) I'm looking at the answer. Second question. Are insects warm or cold-blooded? Cold-blooded. That is correct. Third and final question. What is traditionally hidden in a Mardi Gras king cake? (laughs) Um, A baby? Yep. Take that one too. <laughs> a small plastic baby doll. Uh, Emily said human, which I also took. Technically. That's fair. Why yeah. not? Yep. I'll take it. <laughs> we were, uh, Laura's willing to give you some leeway if you two hey, decided. Well, you know what? Tuesdays were just easy going today. Why sure. not? Why not? Yeah, hey, that's right. Why even get the answer correct? What's the point? Oh, come <laughs> on. Honestly. Come on. If you can, if we can call your phone and you answer, you just win. How about that? Well, that actually is true. Because <laughs> yeah. despite losing, still wins. <laughs> there it is. Off to uh, Disney on Ice at Budweiser Gardens the end of the month. Congratulations. Oh, that's awesome. And the uh, upside is there's uh, all the names that'll be in attendance for characters, you'll know. You'll know. You'll know all of them? <laughs> yeah. Their full names, though? A hundred percent. You're going with the I heavy promise. hitters. Yes. Yes. So congrats, Emily. Hang on the line. We'll get you all locked in so you can uh, you can enjoy your time at Disney on Ice. And we'll give you an opportunity, just like Emily, tomorrow at around 840-ish to try your luck to see if you can beat Backstage Ben.